I'm here in the lovely Green Man Gallery with Caroline, who's going to tell me about what's going on at the lovely Green Man Gallery at one of our important Fringe venues. Um, first of all, though, I was just thinking on the way here, how long have you been doing the Fringe now at the Green Man, Caroline? Well, we actually started with Fringe performances in the summer of um, 2014, before we moved to our current premises. And some people listening might know that we used to be down at Five Ways Junction, where uh, the Japanese restaurant is now. That was the original Green Man Gallery. And I actually had my first fringe programme there, July 2014, but I only had four shows. I think it was a theatre, a spoken word, and a music, uh, two music shows. So, uh, it was great, it was wonderful. But um, since we moved uh, to our current premises behind the museum... Um, we've got so much more space and we can actually run two venues uh, upstairs in the workshop room and downstairs in our wonderful ground floor gallery with its fabulous acoustics. And we moved here just after the Fringe in 2014. We, we moved, we reopened here in September 2014 and really the rest is history. And we've, the Fringe has just kind of taken off in this venue um, performers love it they do come back again and again um it's it's got a great atmosphere if it's hot it's lovely and cool in our nice big you know thick walled stone building um and so we've gone from four performances in 2014 to a ridiculous 77 uh this year um that's 31 shows 77 performances over the two and a half weeks it's an impressive number, and I know that keeps you really busy, Caroline. So I need to ask, how, how are you doing? How are you coping with this record number of performances this year? Well, obviously, it's only just started. Where It's Friday. This is day three. Um, I give myself a slowish start. I don't start with performances in both venues at the same time until today. Um, so I've only had ground floor shows. But tonight, I've got um, four shows two upstairs, two downstairs, and they more or less run in parallel with slightly staggered start and finish times, just so it's manageable. Um, we, I mean, the thing is, obviously, as you know, with the Fringe, it is not just, it doesn't just start on the 5th of July, it started on the 1st of December for me and for so many other people, because that's when performers start to get in touch to, to book in, and I was fully booked here um, round about the middle of February, because, as I say, we are popular and there is months and months of planning for everybody, you know, performers, for me as a venue, for all of the other venues, for, for you on the um, Fringe Committee. So many of us are working m months in advance to get to this point. So I have to say, I tend to, I have to hit the ground running on the first day of the Fringe, but I'm already exhausted. <laughs> but it's fun and it's, it's so worth doing because it's such, it, it's such a buzz and to bring all of these diverse people and performances to the gallery and all of the audiences who come and get such joy from it, you know, it's, it's definitely worth it. And I have to say, it helps us immensely because it brings in income. And, um, you know, we're completely independent. We don't have any funding. We, ha we depend on income from the hire of our spaces and from sale of art. So, um, yeah, this is a big thing for us, and having this many shows will actually help us stay open during the winter, because it'll help us pay the heating bill. Tell us a bit about what's going on then out of these 77, what kind of, what kind of highlights? I know you love them all equally, but what would you like to uh, tell us about that's coming up? 
before I answer the question, the way we work here, the performers hire the gallery, they pay a, an event management and hire fee, and then the box office goes to them. We don't take any share of the box office. So I'm always, although we don't lose out if there are small audiences, I'm always really, really keen to get the biggest audience I possibly can for these guys, who, you know, many of whom are, are trying to make a living as entertainers in all these different categories. So, um, to answer your question, yeah, we've got uh, shows in comedy, music, spoken word, and theatre this year, which is quite normal, and also one show which comes under the and more category because I've, I've kept on saying it, it defies categorization, and that's artist Yvette Rebo Smith's show, Art for Change. She is passionate about using her art as a catalyst for change in the world, so it's quite political. It deals with very sensitive issues worldwide, some of them very difficult. It's most definitely not for children or, or young teenagers with some very stark, difficult images. Very unusual show, very interesting, lots of food for thought, and she's raising money for Amnesty International. The paintings are going to be exhibited from Sunday the 11th until the end of the Fringe on Sunday the 23rd. There's another show, actually, that's raising money for charity. No, two that are raising money for charity. Our old friend Andy Gilbert, who is one of the most vulgar and funny poets I've ever come across. I mean, he really is. It's, he calls it contextual vulgarity, as in none of it is gratuitous. And he is very funny. And the third show that's raising money for charity is um, Laugh for Life Comedy. It's a compilation show compared by the very funny Henry Cherniavsky, who is here at the Fringe, made his mark last year. And he's raising money through Laugh for Life, raising money for mental health charities for young people. And that's something that he does. It's kind of his life's work at the moment, I think. That's what he does through a lot of his uh, comedy shows. Um, Sunday the 9th at ooh, 6 o'clock, I think, upstairs. And you can also see Henry earlier on the same day, 2 p.m., with a show, long title. It's Henry is a Jewish grandfather, so show him some due respect. There's a very geeky-sounding um, Salvador Dalek by Grant Kernow, who is new to us, who I haven't met before, straddling the comedy, theatre, music category is another old friend, Naomi Paul, very funny and just a very good writer, very witty, talented, well-observed commentary on life, original songs. And Naomi's in here with us in the middle of the second week, and she's doing a show called They May Have Even Eaten Ham, which she describes as a mostly Jewish show. We've also got the return in the comedy category of the wonderful group from Sheffield, I'll Have What She's Having Productions, and they are an absolute hoot. Ever so slightly different lineup this year with a show called Are They Sitting Comfortably? Um, just two nights. They usually sell out even on the ground floor, so do book. Um, very funny, well-observed sketch comedy, character-based, kind of in the Victoria Wood vein. They're women of a certain age, and it's very funny. We've got Richard Pulsford back with It Just So Happened, which is, again, a panel show, just a one-off. It's all about things that happened in Buxton or are happening in Buxton, um, seen through the eyes of the visiting comedians who are here for the Fringe. Um, that should be very good. And Richard himself is a great comedian and a, and a really good panel host. 
And finally, for comedy, I'm so delighted. We've got the Lancaster University Comedy Institute, who are some very, very brave student comics who are coming up and they're doing four shows called Molloprof Cocktail. It's improvised comedy and some rehearsed sketch comedy. And I, as I say, I think they, they are very brave to come onto the fringe as student comedians. And maybe you'll see somebody who, you know, will be the next big name. So come and support them. I seem to remember that in their um, submission for the programme, they already did a review for this performance. <laughs> Something like, awesome performance, Buxton Festival Fringe 2023. Got to have confidence, haven't you? Thinking about that warm glow you get from supporting a really worthwhile arts charity? For a really very modest donation, you can be one of our special friends, enjoying 10% reductions on tickets, first peek at the programme, and invitations to friends' events. But, of course, it's all about that warm glow. Our friends are an important source of support in safeguarding the future of the Fringe. Look for the Friends page on our website. We've then got Sunday night, wham, bam, um, Basin Street Jazz and Blues, local, very well supported always, and they're, they're doing a full night on Sunday. We always have fabulous classical music and um, you might know, a lot of you listening, that our acoustics in the ground floor gallery are just wonderful and classical musicians adore coming, well all musicians adore coming and performing. But as part of our this year's music and art classical series, we've got two performances happening in the Fringe. I'm hugely excited to welcome the Bell Infante String Quartet they are an international quartet based in Amsterdam and they're really making waves on the classical music scene. They're named after an amazing cellist called uh, Frida Belinfante, died, um, not sure when, but you know she, she died quite a long time ago. They're named after her and she was featured in a documentary recently on Channel 4 uh, by Stephen Fry, which was about her and a group of artists in Amsterdam who helped um, Jews escape during the Nazi occupation. An amazing, amazing tale. If you can ever find that on catch-up, it's well worth watching. And the quartet, they featured for a really short snippet, but but they were there featured. They're doing a concert called um, Around the World. It's string quartets from around the world. But the fabulous thing about all of our music and art series is that the musicians also do improvisations that are inspired by the art that's in the gallery and we've got our own um, fringe exhibition resident artist fringe exhibition called adventures in art where we have attempted to step outside our comfort zone and it's a bit different as an exhibition it's not necessarily the art that you would want to buy and hang on your wall because we've really tried to be as experimental as we possibly can um, so I'm giving a plug for that but I'm also saying the musicians are going to do some improvisations inspired by us going out of our comfort zone so that could be very interesting two shows on the same night from Bel Infante Quartet and um, also as part of music and art we've got the students from Sheffield Music Academy who are secondary school age students and they're coming in the last week to do Peter and the Wolf and all sorts of other fabulous stuff for a night in the ground floor gallery and that is free to children it's only five pounds if you're an adult 
but it's, it's very much aimed at children and young people. Peter and the Wolf, a lot of you will know. Brilliant piece of musical storytelling with narration and it, the musical instruments all take on different characters. Really lovely piece for kids to get to know. Finally, in the music category, we've got some wonderful local talent, Fortel, with a show called Rise Again. Fortel are a folk quartet. They've performed here many times before. It's um, storytelling through song, uh, you know, all of the tragic murder ballads that you get um, through folk, lots of grimness, but lots of joy as well. And they're, they're lovely musicians. They're lovely storytellers through song. Ian from Fortel once said, one night we just did a body count for our songs and it was just horrendous. But that, that's, that's an aspect of folk music, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. He did say to me the other night, because uh, I was giving them a plug at another gig, um, he did say, there's not so many bodies on this one, so maybe it's a little bit happier. But anyway, it's all, it's all part of the fun. And then the other local musicians, we have the brilliant uh, Responsibly Sourced, Bands. That's Will Hawthorne et al., uh, who've come together under a new name recently. And then Will Hawthorne himself is, is repri- reprising his um, Killer Bees show, which he did in a slightly different form a couple of years ago in the Fringe. That's Killer Bee Sides. Um, so he's called it Return of the Killer Bees. And he performs B-sides from the golden age of vinyl singles. Will, if you'd never seen him perform, absolute consummate professional performer. He does rock, he does blues, he does... He's classically trained as well. He does everything and, yeah, always puts together a fantastic set, a brilliant guitarist. And talking of great guitarists, very excited. One of our very last events at the end of the Fringe, we've got another local boy making very good is Isaac Nielsen. Um, he's just doing one performance which is called Dead Set Dance now a lot of you will know Isaac does pub gigs locally and there's a lot of dancing because it's great to dance to it's so sad that we can't have dancing at the Green Man Gallery and I love dancing and I always feel awful saying to people I'm really sorry you can't dance but um, you know our ground floor gallery was built as a ballroom all those years ago in 1896, it has a completely sprung floor from edge to edge. And so it bounces. And you might know that we have glass cabinets with ceramics and things like that. Um, and there are all sorts of ceramics around on shelves. And there are, there's artwork hanging on freestanding screens. And if you start dancing, I'm afraid you're going to have to pay for a lot of breakages. So... It's chair dancing. It's chair dancing and dancing in your mind, but Isaac is a force to be reckoned with and he's got a great band with him. It will be loud. It'll be louder than we normally have in The Green Man, but we'll do our very best to make sure the sound quality is superb. We try to review all shows that come to The Fringe. This helps our audience choose what they want to see, but it's also important to the artists who value the feedback and often use extracts in publicity. The reviews are published on our website, on The Fringe app, and at The Fringe desk in Pavilion Gardens. Our reviewers are all volunteers, although a few are professional journalists. Their only reward is a free ticket to the first night of the show they're reviewing. Could you be one of our team? Get in touch. Um, Our spoken word category this year is really big and very, very diverse. 
a few um, a few people we've had here before, and then um, some new things. And I'm just looking at the first one on my list here. It's called Celtic Swan Song. Now this is going to be really different. It's not. It it won't be everybody's cup of tea, but Celtic Swan Song, the Godovin is a gentleman called Larry Park from a tiny, tiny remote village in North Wales. Um, and he is performing the Godothin, you'll be glad to know, in modern English. Um, and the Godothin, if you haven't heard of it, is probably the earliest written down poem in these islands, in the British Isles. It was written in um, an old form of Welsh. Anyway, he describes it as songs of glory and death from long ago. Um, it is bloody, it is poignant, there are battles, graphic descriptions of battle violence. Um, it, it's going to be very, very interesting. I'm looking forward to having a listen to the Godothin. So look for Celtic Swan Song, the Godothin. All of the shows are at 12pm and that's uh, starting next middle of next week. Another old friend who often does medieval poetry for us is Michael Gibson. Last year he did a, a beautiful rendition of um, medieval poem Sir Orfeo and he's been here with Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Anyway, Michael this time, he's put together a, um, a show called How Mad Was Ted Hughes on Poetry and Passion. And the title is a bit provocative. Uh, basically, he, he's discussing whether to be a poet you just need to be a little bit possessed. Um, so he's, he's going to offer some answers to that question uh, with a lot of poetry and um, hoping that you will join in the discussion. So if you enjoy poetry, uh, he'll be talking about Ted Hughes, but also Simon Armitage, Caroline Duffy, Robert Graves, William Blake, John Donne, Shakespeare, and even Elizabeth I, who wrote poetry. Who knew? Well, I did, but that's because Michael told me a few years ago. Um, by contrast... Uh, we've got Rough and Rowdy Days, Alan Budge, um, Odes to Rock and Roll. And he, he actually, he's written, he's a local writer and he's written um, a great book of poems based on his own experiences of music in the 60s and 70s. And even if you're not of the age to remember that era, they really do take you there. Rough and Rowdy Days, Look Out for That by Alan Budge. Alan Budge is part of our spoken word group and they are doing, I think this wins the award for the longest title in our listings anyway. Um, coming up this next Monday, the 10th, Workers of the World Unite with Nature and the Spirit of Rock and Roll Music. So that's original poetry from Buxton Spoken Words. That's always a, a really good, good night. Very, very informal um, and some really good writers in the group. Then the, the final one, that I mustn't miss in spoken word. It's called Laudable Puss from Galen to Gallstones by Silver Pine Productions. And it's the very brilliant local actor, Sarah Gordon. It's a miscellany of medical myths and mishaps is what they're calling it. Very funny. There was e there's even a bit of um, surgery happening on stage. <laughs> you don't want me too near the front, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Spurting blood, yes. Uh, no, don't worry too much about spurting blood. Very funny and very well performed, and you might even learn something. So moving on to theatre, we have the brilliant Breathe Out Theatre. Rob Johnston, Manchester-based writer and director, has brought something to the fringe for I don't know how many years, and for the last three he's been here at the gallery. He always sells out, particularly when he's upstairs. 
his show this year is called Lost and Found, but you might remember he, he did a, an amazing one around the Peterloo Massacre. Last year it was Emily Pankhurst, no, sorry, Sylvia Pankhurst and the suffragette movement against the fascists. So that was a, a great show. Always really beautiful writing. Lost and Found is very, very different. It doesn't seem to be political this time. He's a beautiful writer. Another really good writer who came for the first time last year, Peter Vickers, had a one-man show last year called Zav. And he, I can't remember, but he was on the award um, list for uh, either nominations or winners for a male actor for new writing and for best production. And that was really saying something because his production was him sitting in a chair talking to us but my goodness the power of his performance it was mesmerizing um his show this year is called nation and again he's upstairs in the workshop room so quite intense intimate experience look out for peter vickers in nation then we've also got saint nicholas which is a conor mcpherson play he's a very well-known irish writer but this is one of his lesser known plays and Strange Fish Theatre Company are coming up from from London to do this, and they are they are that rarity. They have they have government support for what they do. Can you believe it? Irish government support because they celebrate Irish culture. They're touring the United Kingdom, but with Irish culture. And yeah, our government take note. So St Nicholas Strange Fish Theatre. Uh, Nick Dannan is the actor, and he won an award for his performance of Macbeth at the Fringe a few years ago. Very good actor. So that's our theatre category. And I think that's probably everything. I should just say we're open every day during the Fringe, by hook or by crook, from 10.30 to 5.30. You can book tickets in person and by phone during those hours. But you can also book online. It's dead easy. There is a booking fee. It doesn't come to us. But you'll find the link to all of the listings, all of the links, on our website. But if you book in advance, it just helps. You also, you get a reserved seat, usually at a table to put your drink on. So there are, there are benefits. And you'll get a very warm welcome from me, from me if you uh, book in advance. I will thank you profusely. But don't worry. I mean, there are often tickets on the door and we will let you in. <laughs> if you wave your money at us so um, hoping to see lots of you at the Greenman shows and enjoy your fringe